0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, July 24th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Today's episode is a previous recording from March 27th. We will be back with new episodes on August 10th. Hi all. We are glad that you are back with Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodeman.
1: and I'm Tara Bulger,
0: and we're glad you're here with us on this finally Friday. We're gonna jump right into it with our prayer,
1: friends. Let us pray. We give you thanks, Lord God, for all the ways that you bless our lives, for the beauty and abundance of nature, for the love of family and friends. For the joy of knowing you and hearing your word. Send your spirit during this time so that we might dream your dreams and see visions of the world as you created it to be. Guide our thoughts and actions and words and bring us closer to you so that we might do your will and dwell with you forever. Amen.
0: Amen. And our scripture passage is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25 through chapter 5, verse 2. Please listen for a word from God. So then, putting away falsehood, let all of us speak the truth to our neighbors, for we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing, rather let them labor and work honestly with their own hands so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up, as there is need, so that your words may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you are marked with a seal for the day of redemption." Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and live in love as Christ loved us, and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God." This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. So I think um, one of the things that I sometimes don't like about the way we do baptisms in our church, I love that we baptize babies, but you know, you don't remember the promises that are made because you were a baby in Mm -hmm. most cases. And so I bring that up because when you baptize someone or when someone joins the church, you say, will you turn from the ways of sin and evil in the world? And when it talks in this passage about grieving the Holy Spirit, it says you were marked with a seal for the day of redemption. And when I read that, what I think that means is as Christians, we are called to live as loving and tender hearted people. And there are things we do with our words that cause pain for the Holy Spirit of God. Hmm. What do you think of when you think of things that might grieve the Holy Spirit?
0: Yeah, so when I think of grieving the Holy Spirit, you know, sometimes I go to a humanist thinking right away of like grieving other people is grieving the holy spirit and i think that's true but i don't think that's the whole truth i think that there is something larger um again i don't want to minimize (laughs) grieving others and, and and having that uh be where we stop but i think that grieving the holy spirit brings in kind of a cosmic idea to this of the God of the universe is someone or something or this presence that we are in relationship with. And so we cannot only think of grieving the Holy Spirit as grieving others because then that minimizes our relationship that we have with God. So in so I think we do grieve the Holy Spirit when we are unkind and hurtful to others. But I think we're also grieving the Holy Spirit when we're not in conversation with the holy spirit
1: yes and i love where it kind of names some of those things right you put away bitterness Hmm. and wrath and anger wrangling not sure what's going on there just (laughs) kidding it means like constantly working to try and get your way you give up slander and i think that the idea here is that when you commit your faith to following the ways of jesus christ then you can no longer afford those things Hmm. you can no longer afford to be a person who is angry and hurts others at all times instead you hope to be an imitator of god right that's exactly what it says and that's daunting but I have to believe God knows my limitations <laughs> and grades on a curve. I don't know, or yeah, just I would appreciates, hope so. appreciates even the smallest movement. I, I mean,
0: think. as you pointed out, it's clear that God hates cowboys in the ring when <laughs> He said, "No more of that." Yeah. No, but I think that is, I think that is a good point that you bring up. That it's it's daunting in some respects, you know. And James, when it talks about our tongue being the bit in a horse of where the tongue goes uh, you go where, where the bit goes the horse goes and to think about how our words are in relationship to God I think will lead into what our words are in relationship to people and, and our relationship with God bleeds into every aspect of our life and so if we're only focused on being kind to others but we're not looking at the source of which that grace and kindness and love flows from, then it's gonna be what we talked about on an earlier podcast this week of of cheap
1: love. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And there's also <clears throat> this, so I um, was a speech comm major in college, and there's this idea Flex. in rhetorical yeah, there's this idea in rhetorical studies that words are constitutive. And what that means is that words actually create reality and I like that because we are called to show the kingdom of God to the world and I certainly hope I do that when I help someone when we're feeding people who are hungry but I think this is also saying you create the kingdom of God with your words Hmm. and do you want to create the kingdom of God with love and tenderheartedness or are you creating a kingdom that is not of God, but is full of anger and vitriol? Um, and I think that's one of the things that uh, happens with some social media, right? Sure. This whole world is created that's just one big angry, you know.
0: Where, where I'm the king of that kingdom. Where I am yes. The, I am the only thing that yeah. needs to be satisfied.
1: Yeah. And I've been trying to think about, Like, what what is the the practical part of this? And I think for me, um, when there is something difficult to be said, I think I need to have a period of silence Mm. before I even do it. And in that period of time, I hope to invite God and the Holy Spirit into my words. Hard to do. A
0: A challenge to stop, but I feel like at this moment in our lives... If we ever didn't have time, now is when we have time to stop. <laughs> yes,
1: that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, I think of it this way, and I'll just kind of end with this. There, you know, I have two daughters, and so there are times with them where I want to say something really important. And I think a lot about how I'm going to say it. I think about how they are going to hear it. I usually pray about it. Um, And so I really think this passage is saying, that's awesome. Now pull it into every aspect Hmm. of your life. I mean, that's the challenge of being a Christian, right? Sure. So the last thing I have for you is a really short quote by the author Rudyard Kipling. And he said, words are, of course, the most powerful drug used by mankind. (laughs)
0: i'm just gonna let that sit for a second
1: that's right
0: friends we thank you for joining us we pray that you may go out to love and to serve to be well to care for yourselves and others knowing that the grace and love of god is upon you